transmission is incoming for tuna sandwich. Transmission, there's a message from tuna sandwich. Hello and welcome to Tuna Sandwich. What are you up to this week? Going to various Christmas parties? Bringing trees inside the house? Looking at different varieties of socks for extended periods of time? And why? Why are you doing those things? Because it's the time of year where you do those things? Look, it's okay. I'm doing those things too. Anyway, let's take a closer look at all those festive traditions that we're all blindly adhering to, and maybe we can pick up some new ones. First of all, let's discuss the festive event for the ancient Romans. The event where anything goes. You want to murder someone in your family because they won't shut the fuck up about some nonsense that they watched on Alex Jones? Hey, thanks for the multivitamins. But whoppa! And then you grab a giant candy cane and impale them through the soft tissue in their eyeballs. Well, that's okay, because you can do that at the ancient feast of the Romans. Welcome to the Purge, aka Saturnalia. Saturnalia was the most important celebration in Roman life. It was a week-long rowdy event held from the 17th of December and it was so off the hook with celebrating that no one could be prosecuted for injuring, killing, raping, or thieving. Anything that you would usually be against was not against the law at that time. It's hard to fathom because you would think that after one Saturnalia, there would be no one left to celebrate with on future Saturnalians, because at some point everyone would be murdered. There's just one tense game of Yahtzee or Boggle, and I'm sorry, but you are all dead. And not only that, I pissed on your Christmas tree. Hey, it was Saturnalia. I can't even remember the first six days. Look, to be honest, I'm totally into the ritual of Saturnalia, if that's not obvious. But what about Christmas trees? What's up with them? And what genius came up with that idea? And of course it was the ancient geniuses, my favourite triangle-loving heathens, the Egyptians who would bring palms inside their dwellings as an offering to Ra, the sun god. Praise Ra. To celebrate the end of the solstice because Ra's power had been weakened during the winter. Praise Ra, praise Ra, praise Ra. Jingle Ra, jingle Ra, jingle Ra, Ra, Ra. Oh, what fun it is to be Ra and be the king and god of the sun. Ra. But not everybody was into the festivities of the most wonderful time of year. Namely, the biggest dick of the 17th century, Oliver Cromwell. You're a mean one, Mr Grinch. You really are a he. Whose list of misdeeds run longer than I have time for on today's episode. But let's just say he's the original Christmas Grinch. The list of things he hated included Christmas carols, Christmas trees mistletoe, and any joyful expression. I mean, pfft, fuck that guy. Long story short, 
Oliver Cromwell's grittiness couldn't extend beyond the realm of the great Queen Victoria and her super sexy husband, Albert. Look, Queen Victoria loved Albert more than any woman has probably ever loved a man. Just go to Kensington Gardens in Hyde Park and look upon the Albert Memorial that lies directly across from the Royal Albert Hall and see what I mean, because she built them in his memory. I mean, Albert could probably... Let's just say that. One other sexy thing that Albert and Hot for Albert Victoria did was bring Christmas trees into the mainstream. Yeah, fuck you, Oliver Cromwell. And they did so because Albert, being from Germany, was already of the tradition of bringing trees into the house at Christmas time. They'd been doing it since the 1600s. So Albert brought the tradition with him to Windsor Castle, and together they were sketched, yes, sketched, for the London News in 1846 standing around the Christmas tree. And thus all the lay folk, like you and me, immediately followed suit. I just bet that Queen Victoria had mistletoe hanging up in every crevice in that castle she lived in, so she could pash Albert at any given time. And let's just have a quick look at mistletoe. My favourite of toes. Mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. Mm, but a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. Why are all of us desperados standing underneath these sticks in the hope that someone we have a crush on will come over and we can start licking each other's tonsils? Look, I don't watch Marvel movies. And when I've had to watch them, I've taken those opportunities to have an extended nap. But maybe if they made a Christmas Marvel movie about the origins of mistletoe, I might consider watching it. Or at least I would watch the bit about the mistletoe and then I'd have a nap. Because why are we all kissing underneath the mistletoe? Well, in Norse mythology, Odin was married to Frigg. And it was prophesied that their son would die. So Frigg went out and visited every plant and creature in the land and made them all vow to never harm her son. But she didn't get this non-death vow from the mistletoe. Moving forward, moving forward, the antagonist of the story, Loki, fashions a spear out of mistletoe and kills Frigg's son. What a douche. Frigg is now both a distraught mother and being the goddess of love, is somehow able to move beyond this tragedy, but doesn't hold it against the mistletoe. She's like, look, Loki is a major dickhead, but the mistletoe didn't really deserve any bad press from this event and nor shall it ever be used in imagery as a totem for maniacal, hateful zealots. So Frigg says she will kiss anyone who passes beneath the mistletoe to show that it is a symbol of love and not hate. Take that, Loki. I'll also say, take that, Cromwell, you idiot. Anyway, we have Saturnalia coming up next week. And have a good Saturnalia. The rules don't apply. Do whatever crazy shit you want and pull out the Saturnalia Clause in court. And is the Saturnalia Clause the first precursor to Santa Claus? Rather than giving presents, we should all just be getting get-out-of-jail-free cards? It's been a mostly shitty year and we all just need to let off steam. Heads will roll. Put up your Christmas tree and think about those two mouldy old monarchs. Is Albert the greatest lover of all time? And here's to Frigg and the mistletoe. I hope you all get the passionate kisses you've been thinking about all these years. Until next time, this is Tuna Sandwich. Bum, bum, ba, 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 ba.